everybody, welcome to episode 31 of Tactical Crouch. I'm Kick Tripod, of course, joined by Volamel and Yiska. You guys are looking good and warmed up for the episode that we have today. Going head to head today, you two. Head to head. We're gonna be doing a little a little segment later on called PvP. We're gonna put some knowledge and argument skills to the test. See who comes out victorious, so make sure to hang out for that. Before we do get started, of course, make sure to follow the show on Twitter at Tactical Crouch. Tweet us your questions and topics you'd like to have touched uh discussed on the show. And also post them if you ever watch the live show. Post them in the chat. Last week we grabbed quite a few that we yeah, answered yeah, yeah. at the end of the show. So if we have time at the end of the show, or if it's a really good question, we'll take time and answer those questions on the show. We do record live Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So, you know, make sure to come tune in and say hi. It's twitch.tv slash kick tripod. And then, of course, you can watch and listen to the show anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Just search for Tactical Crouch. Let's get started with the news, shall we? Uh, surprising news. Uh so first of all, did, I didn't even know the all-star voting thing was going on. Can I just say that? I didn't like all-stars, man. I, mm. I totally just like, I either just glazed over it, wasn't paying attention or whatever. Maybe they, you know, usually during breaks and things like that during the broadcast, I'm usually up and around and doing things. Yeah. So maybe that's when they're announcing it. But the all-star coaches and rosters have been announced and not a single player from the Shock, Gladiators, Titans, or Spitfire made it on either All-Star team. And Pine from NYXL did make it on an Overwatch League team. On oh, M6 DPS. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, because he's playing a ton of... Uh, he's play, Overwatch, play, yeah. Playing a ton he plays play, a lot of that, that game. Plays a lot right now. Um, yeah, so you got like you've got Arc on support, you got Poco as tank, you've got three Chengdu hunters. Which okay, that I can more be okay with. I can sympathize there's reasons. It's also like we like China actually has a like a, a decent representation in terms of actual talent from their region. And they're like, wow, cool. We have cool players. Let me vote for them. There hasn't really been a decent for uh, a decent Chinese player in the league. Now we have a, a, at least a fair amount of them. So, of course, they're going to get like a good nod. But. Uh, is this a growing pain? I don't know. I, I'm I'm at my wits end on on what to what to think about this. Is it is it just a fun thing? It, it, should there be something else that is just a fun thing and let all stars be the best players and the best coaches duke it out in some sort of like show match? Is there? Do we need extreme underwater Hammond six v six? I don't know. I just get you're quiet on this one. I can't yeah. tell you if you're about to explode or you just don't even care. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I don't care that much. I, I honestly think that <clears throat> the way this is structured, the only thing that's a little confusing is the name because it's like also suggests it's about stars. No, it's not, but uh, I mean, depending on your 
Um, yeah, if you want to play you know, semantics not- with it, and what is a star? You know, is it um, is it like a character? Is it a fan favorite? Like, I suppose I yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, but the thing is, what it really highlights to me is people want to have something fun with their players. That's fine. I don't mind the format. Knock yourself out. Yeah. I know the best players also don't want to participate because it takes away from their practice, from their off time. They would rather do something else. But it highlights to me that there is not only desire in myself, but also in others that they say, okay, this voting, there's something wrong here with this voting because we're not appreciating skill. And maybe we need something that does appreciate skill. So for instance, it could be like an award thing, like yes, after holy. stage playoffs, just like, okay, the best six players on each role uh, of the stage. But it could be voted by analysts and it could be voted on by um, staff. With regulations, for instance, not voting for players you've formerly been with. Mm-hmm. And that would extend that, for instance, if like if I'm Kai Kai, I can't vote for Harry Hook. Yeah. Right? S- stuff like this. So just that we keep a little bit of um you know f- friendship out of that thing and like bias. So uh, as long as that's the case, I I honestly don't think we it's it's a good idea to strain players with another event uh, that don't want to and want to top perform. So in that sense, I mean, knock yourself out. Just have some fun at that event. I'm not sure if I will be watching, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't like people getting so hung up on the definition of All-Star as like a justification yeah. for why this is bad. Like, get over it. It's just a marketing thing. For me, though, it's just like... I. I, it's surprising. It just doesn't look like that fun of a game to watch. Like, I don't know what else mm. to say. It just like, it doesn't look really that entertaining. Um, no, definitely. It's, it's not content for people who genuinely like try to follow the league. It's, it's going to be like something for, you know, the, the fair weather person that comes in and that's fine. Like it, it, I understand like people have lives, people can't dedicate, uh, as much time as they would like to following their team or even following the league. So maybe they do only follow one or two teams and they play Overwatch casually on the side and they do want to see, you know, mayhem versus, I don't know, some sort of crazy lineup, right? Like they, they want to see this crazy chaotic stuff, which is fine. It's not content for me, but it's it's just uh, a nice litmus test to see where we're at in terms of like, okay, who do we think is popular? Mm-hmm. These, if these are the people we think are popular, okay, we've done a disservice to you. We, you've been sold a false bill of goods. I don't think we've done a good job of explaining some of these stories and really crystallizing why some of these players are good and why they're they should be applauded. Um, I, I love Yiska's point and and adding extra awards like. I wrote an article about this in season one where NYXL made all of the stage finals. I'm like, that's something that should be awarded. I feel like that would be a really cool award. If you can win all four stages, you should get like a pin. You should get something that you can wear on your jersey. You should get an alteration to your jersey mandated by the league that shows that, hey, look, I've done this really cool thing, and now I can show you that I've done it. Yeah. I like it. I would love to see. Sorry, go ahead. I will also say it acts as a sort of 
illustration that both in the game and in the reporting of the game or in the broadcasting of the game, something is going a little wrong when the best players aren't the most popular. Yeah. I think that is like even in, in sports, like Ronaldo and Messi are still the most uh, easily looked at players because of their legacy. Of course, it's a little harder to build that fa fan base, but um, also the big players that were like Joe Nagelsmann, I guess. But uh, sure, the, the... there is some recognition, but then then there isn't. Then then mm. you have your profits. Then you have um, is super in there at the moment. Mm, not sure. No, I, no, no. There's no shot player. Yeah, yeah. So like, th there's a lot missing there. Of course, you're not going to be able to include every single best player. That's not what we're asking. Or at least that, that's not at least what I'm asking. I, I won't speak for the other the other hosts, but it's it's surprising. I don't care. Again, you do what you want. If you want you six v six tracer duels, headshot only. That's cool. I'm not yeah. particularly fond of it. You do what you want if that's something you're into cool but it's 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 a strange litmus test to see this is where we're at maybe it's maybe it is a growing pain maybe after three or four years we'll look back on this and and remember the conversation fondly when we see that you know the the lebron james of the overwatch league is properly being applauded and the kobe Bryant and the michael jordan and the scotty pippen you know all of these very very generic white girl basketball players that i'm naming like it, <laughs> When, I didn't know you were we, a fan of basketball. Yeah. Oh, you know me. Um, <laughs> I I couldn't name you any That's, decent. That was NBA it, right? It's basically yeah, it was just like, any any NBA player that here. showed up in Space Jam or Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's my uh, my my reach in terms of basketball. And but yeah, if if we can get to that point where those people are being adequately applauded and then they're being marketed well, I, I think we're in a good space. But when 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 Pine hasn't played a stage and he's being voted in just by sheer force of like marketing arm yeah. and by kind of accident, I think we've we've got a problem. XQC T-Mobile MVP, let's go. Uh, I think no, I think there is like some room for that kind of stuff. Like if you want to have is. like a streamer showdown where you get everybody from the Overwatch community to vote on, we're gonna bring in XQC and we're gonna bring in Aspen and and Defran and they're all gonna play against the Overwatch League teams and we're gonna bring in a celebrity. Cool, do that. That's awesome. But and maybe this is me being cynical. I wonder how much weight people actually put behind all stars. Are people using that as a resume point? Like, oh, I was on the World Cup. That doesn't mean jack to me. But for Joe Blow investor down the street, oh, you were on the all star team. Wow, that must be really important. Pine. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. In the end, I mean, there there are aspects of it for like discoverability, like RE with the World Cup, like a lot of players like. You know, you could have yelled Gooseway for years before, you know, yeah. people would actually look at him because they saw him in the World Cup. So there is an aspect of that, but they're already in the Overwatch League. And it all stars doesn't feel bigger than no, no, Overwatch no. League. So I don't think that there's that aspect of it in. I don't know. We probably already spent too much time on this, but I would love to see changes because this does not look fun to watch for me, period. So yeah. I'm like, I'm That's more interested in the, I'm more interested in watching, you know, sideshow and Bren act the fool on yeah. DPS heroes than. Yeah. I'll probably watch the, 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 um, 
what what do they call it the talent showdown or whatever like i'll probably watch that just for entertainment but watching you know mystery heroes with my favorite overwatch league players doesn't really entertain me and that's fine that's fine it's not content for me if people want that that's cool but again it's just like this weird place that we're at let's talk about something that was pretty cool though uh so the san francisco shock did finally solidify the perfect perfect stage yeah. so not only did they go seven and zero in stage two they went it's seven and zero with 28 map wins and zero map losses so a perfect perfect stage we're going to talk about stage. yeah we're going to talk about the shocks overall uh, strength i think probably later on but this is a i mean it wasn't it wasn't an easy stage for shock I wouldn't say it was difficult. Like they didn't play, you know, they didn't play the Titans. I don't think. Whereas like, you know, they did twice kind of in stage one. Um, So like there was that aspect of it, but uh, yeah, dream brings up uh, a good point. It was also zero draws. So decisive. I, I I would say that it wasn't, uh, it was difficult in terms of like being able to be spotless on map losses and draws. Because there are teams in there, like we saw with Shanghai, a lot of people thought that Shanghai was going to be able to take a map, and on King's Row, it did look like they were going to take that map. Um, every match, it felt like they could give up a map here or there, like Spark. Granted, it was in terms of them improving. They were kind of in that uh, system of, you know, kind of churning along, improving, time, finally getting their stuff together. Um, maybe it is some sort of, you know, stage fright. Who knows? Um do I what was some interesting last night on oversight Monty had uh, postulated that he thought this wasn't going to happen again for a long time and I don't know if, if I agree with that I think that it's not out of the realm of possibility that we do see this happen again I think next season we're going to have some some very very big talent being brought up and becoming of age um, and depending on where they land depending on what the meta is, I think there's there's definitely reason to assume that this could happen again and could feasibly happen sometime within the next season, I, I guess. I, I think it's hard for me to see that. I, I, it depends on the structure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say never, and I wouldn't say in a long time. The, I, I think the, we yeah. should leave that open. I think it definitely could happen. It's, it's hard, but the thing is, and what one has to consider, and that also really annoyed me when people talked about this is so then strength of schedule is brought up sure and it's like okay we have to add a, a caveat to this they have weak teams what do you mean caveat it's a great achievement blah, blah. yeah but they didn't have like a top four team in there how is that not a caveat Th this like if this happens again of course strength of schedule should be compared why not of course that is a caveat I, I think it's a f I, I definitely understand where the problem is, but it, there are a lot of weak schedules. There are, you know, some decent teams. There are some, you know, we have the top three for a reason. Why aren't they doing this when they have easy schedules? Now, again, we're only halfway through the season, so we don't know. Um, could we have another immaculate stage in stage three? It's possible there there are going to be some schedule conflicts maybe there is an easy schedule that somebody can coast through when that opportunity presents itself will they do it 
this is the same problem that I had when I would talk about, you know, on Winston's lab, if, if somebody had the best statistics, right? You know, Fleta has the best Widowmaker, you know, rating on, you know, again, which is a, a number kind of generated arbitrarily through their algorithms and whatnot. But people drew problems with it because it was against Shanghai. It's like, okay, that's, that's, you know, that's fair. But why isn't Pine doing this? He played against Shanghai. Why isn't Sai a player doing it? Why, why aren't these other Widowmakers doing this against Shanghai? Why you all play Shanghai. So obviously you should be able to put up those exact same numbers and they didn't. So that's, I, I again, I, I, I understand where the, the asterisk comes in, but I'm also, how much weight do you want to give it? Yeah, it is. It is a very powerful achievement, and it is something that we should applaud. Should we? Sure. I don't know. I, I really don't know how much weight to give it because, yeah, they they did kind of have an easy schedule. But when it comes to the course of the season, how many easy easy schedules are there? Why aren't the Vancouver Titans doing the same thing? To be fair, the, Vancouver only missed it by three maps. Like yeah, exactly. Sure, hundred percent. They they were strolling dead. One hundred percent. And again, if they don't care. That's yeah. fine too, but why Dude, is Alex Hell doing that? Can I just say it's a big f-ing deal for yeah. a team to go twenty-eight and zero, and any like sure strength of schedule. If a if another team goes twenty-eight and zero, um, then yes, the debate will then be whose team you know who what who schedule was harder. Isn't though. There isn't though. We're still talking about pay for perfect stages, as if perfect stage of Boston was equivalent to the one. That we're seeing with a seven O teams now, these nuanced uh, discussions don't happen after the fact. Now we have this stamp of oh, perfect stage. But yeah, uh, you might Boston, have a, an so absolute joke of a Boston uh, schedule. Boston didn't. Boston lost maps. It's different. I think. No, it's, uh, I, I think mean, he was looking at like the seven and O. Like every time we see a seven and O, we give them like the stamp of approval. This is different. I think this is completely separate. We haven't seen a team look as disciplined, look as clean as the shock do. I'm willing to give them some ounce of credit. Yeah, it's 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 a feat no matter what. Like if a if a pitcher goes and play the best pitcher in the league goes against the worst team in the league and throws a perfect game, it's still, still a perfect game. game. It's still a perfect game and But it isn't though. That's my point. But it is. Uh, it's like, very very different than doing it against the best team in the league. Except that nobody's it, it, doing it against the best team in the league, so it doesn't become fine. a factor. That even if it's a mid-tier it's like, uh, team or whatever, it's like saying, "Oh yeah, the Shock I, I, had I a perfect had a perfect uh, thing, but they didn't play the Titans seven times, so it's not really that big of a deal." Like, no, that's not that's not what we're talking about here. No, no, I, I'm not discrediting that. It is absolutely also something that is. Very, very much commendable. My point is that we memeify the, these labels of like perfect stage, like a golden stage, and then when when it eventually does happen again, we sort of equalize them as we are doing now with perfect stages. Like this, it isn't post reflected upon with Boston, Boston's uh, importance. Uh, sorry, was it? Yeah, it was Boston, right? It wasn't about. Yeah, Boston. Yeah. Boston had the seven and zero stage in yeah. like stage three, I think. Ten and zero. Yeah. Was it ten and zero? Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, undefeated stages are definitely in uh, a more common occurrence. 
and, and again, uh, not to misrepresent your point, I, I, I agree. Like there does need, I, I think there is a level of reflection that would be appreciated to go back and look at like, whoa, well, you know, how important was this? Was this actually as important as we thought? How hard was their schedule? I, there's nothing to take away from them. But with with. Yeah, I don't know. So the other thing is, too, though, is with there only being seven matches per stage, I honestly usually expect a team to go six and one or seven and oh, right? It's it's not in we've had it in both stages now, right? Both stages have had a seven and O team, right? This stage had two seven and O teams. We that it's not like, yes. Oh, cool. That's good. They did really good that stage. That's awesome. But it's not a, like a perfect, perfect stage. And I, that's what we're talking about here. And I think that's where the difference is. And like, that's why I would go and compare the Vancouver Titans stage one performance to uh, the Boston uprising stage three in season one. I think yeah. stage three, right? Um, Something like that. I, I would go and compare that. No problem. But I wouldn't right now because now Vancouver's done it 14 times. Yeah. And it, that's absolutely a downfall of that system, which once again, I have to criticize. I understand that we have the, to the find some way system? to make Yeah, okay. Are you going to, is this another scheduling. like poo-poo on the scheduling? I don't know. I'm, I'm like over the scheduling nonsense. I think these teams are completely to blame. I don't think the scheduling has much to do with that. I, I don't think you can, I don't think there's a schedule in the world that makes up four teams being worse than you expected. I honestly don't think that we'll see a perfect stage happen again with a team that had like a really tough schedule. Cause like, that's just not how those things work. Like, it's just yeah. And even if it did, like that would like garner a lot more respect. I think generally, I think people would I don't think be it willing. Would. I mean, I think, I think like people will go down and go, it's kind of like LeBron and Jordan, right? Like you already sure. hold them in, you know, an insane amount of respect and you're just being like a bad person. If you're like, well, yeah, but uh, we need to nuance I this mean, thing for to respect them both. You don't. I, I no, no, no. I, I think, I think generally people would be willing to respect them both. But I think if you pitch a perfect game versus the first seed in your division versus the last seed, I think there's a little bit different. There, there's some difference there. In two years, like, there is not. a little bit more respect. In two years, you go and you just sure. see a line out on the column. But I like I see and like I see you know what I'm Iska's talking about. Point yeah, in the sense. I, of, I th and again, I don't know if I'm translating it well, but I think that's what he's trying to get. But at. that's that's why like the the Jordan Lebron debate will always go on. That's yeah, why you can't know. Yeah, you just there. There's so and there many there factors. are good points either way. And it, it's, it's going to be some something that points. we're always you know there probably will come a day where we say you know in their best stages what was the best team and we'll talk about. Boston Uprising Stage 3. We'll talk about NYXL sure, yeah. Season 1. We'll talk about Titans First Half of uh, Season 2 so far. We'll talk about SF Shock's Perfect Perfect Stage. And we'll start comparing those. In fact, we should probably do that on a slow week show sometime. You know, like <laughs> we'll put that in the, in the shelf off season. Topics, we'll yeah. talk about, you know, like... Overwatch sure. League accolades or whatever. And it's fun that we actually get to talk about that stuff because it is cool. It's fun to go back and look at like, okay, who had the best undefeated stage or who had the best record? Was their schedule as as 
uh, better or worse than this team and their record. Um, it's nice to be able to do that with esports and 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 have those discussions and get into it because that's what we do. That's fun. At least I think so. I don't know. Enough on that. Last, <laughs> last but not least, uh, rumor is from Slasher now writing for ESPN again. Lol. Uh, 2019 Overwatch League finals to be held in Philly this year. So. Pretty cool. I'll probably be there. Oh yeah, probably. that's right. You're we'll not see. far from there, huh? Yeah, no, not not too far. I think uh, I looked it up when we had the report published, and uh, I think it's like a 200, 250 round trip. Not bad. Get a hotel. I don't know. We'll see who's going, and maybe we'll we'll create like a little little house. We'll create. We'll build a house. We'll, we'll build a we'll house. Build together. a house. Yes. Rugged. Rugged esports viewers will log cabin instead of habitat for humanity it'll be habitat for overwatch habitat for nerds (laughs) fair enough so that's cool um i mean no real like big thoughts on that right when are are we getting you in the country iska when are we doing like a live tactical crutch when is that happening don't know whenever the president decides to let you in pretty much yeah Yeah, I don't know why, when when a good occasion is. We'll see. Okay. You could also visit here, of course, for Atlantic Showdown. Yeah. Maybe next year. We'll see. I, I would <laughs> like to go to Germany at some point, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So that's going on. That's cool. Still rumored, though, not confirmed, but... No, no confirmations. Yeah. Eh, all right. Let's talk about last week's games. There's some interesting results here. Uh, gladiators, of course, you know, we were talking last week about, um, the gladiators also fixing for a seven and O stage. Like we were very close to getting three yeah. teams, even four teams in, uh, the perfect stage. Right. And so like, again, that's a whole different conversation isn't it but i gotta remember who where is my london well, i can't remember who london lost to london was lost it... to chengdu oh yeah that's right three one good old and london fashion in the dallas fuel homestand yiska's favorite live overwatch event uh yeah so gladiators we almost had three teams that went seven and oh almost had four teams we had honestly we had four mm-hmm. teams that should have gone which is nice because we've been, you know, it's been what last season it was like the one, which was NYXL. And then you had like some stragglers kind of falling a grade below that could compete at times. And at other times, NYXL just looked dominant. And in stage one of season two, we had like the big two that we wanted to see fight. I mean, I guess you could say big three. NYXL definitely was not as, as slumpy as they are now. Now we have... A good handful, but like a clear delineation between the shock and the Titans and, and you know, the contenders, you know, people knocking on the gates. Um, but it's nice to see that people are knocking on the gates. It's nice to see that there is some churning. There is some there is a little bit of, a, you know, there there's some shake ups. You know, we're not just seeing NYXL just completely rest on their laurels and just be completely head and shoulders above the rest of the teams. Like we're seeing people take it to the nyxl and and beat them which is i enjoy that i enjoy i don't enjoy heavy parody because I, then i 
don't get a lot of like fun stories and like you know there there's some dominance being built up but to see you know a team being tore down a little bit and have to face some adversity it's nice i i, I like it yeah. i mean so Iska, did you get to watch the the uprising gladiators game mm, yeah half of it i think and so then... like what were you seeing there i mean they, they won pretty handily three to one like how how does a Boston Uprising team who like barely squeaks by? Uh, let me just double check and make sure. I never want to get my Boston games wrong because people freak out. Hell, they will they will eat you alive. They will yeah they'll freak out. Barely squeak. So Boston loses to Washington Justice. A couple days later, after going three uh, to one against, um against gladiators like how how do you how does how does that happen is it like a preparation thing i think so i think they prep really hard for uh la and um I, like i again i only got to see i think the first two maps and then start of the third i think i went to bed if i'm not mistaken and even those maps i'm already delirious so i wouldn't yeah i'm trying to, to remember them um give you a very structured analysis of the point, but it did feel like um, it was possible. The, the thing is, okay, in my mind, it was the case that Gladiators had sort of reached that escape velocity of where goofy stuff affects you in the way, for instance, where Shock and Vancouver are largely immune, other than, of course, Houston, um, to uh all sorts of strategies and also that is also why goats makes it so um consistent i guess that you can then also just out goats uh in goats mirrors so i was very surprised to see that i thought it, it was a done deal that they would be going for a perfect stage mm -hmm. yeah i don't think I any of us so yeah i don't think any of us assumed otherwise but you also had the thing for DC as well, where uh, it, it was Kate's last game. I guess people really wanted to bring bring a W home, ended on a W before. Yeah, uh, there. I mean, not to transition into talking about the justice, but they started really typical, pretty weak, not doing much of anything, and then ended on a decent note. Like I wasn't, I didn't hate it. There, there were bits that I hated. That I, there were bits that I really didn't like. Um, but overall, showed a little bit of a, a clean side to them. I, I thought that was uh, nice to see. Uh, I don't think having uh, clear bad teams is, is a great thing for the league either. I think having just the the bye weeks, you know, your your Floridas, your Houston's, your 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 Washingtons um, aren't good. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for shop. It's not good for the the environment. You know, having having them improve is is a good thing. And it's nice to see. The funny thing is we'll never have a discussion about the imperfect, imperfect stage because Shanghai yeah. Dragons did it for an entire season. <laughs> I mean, in the same way, it is. It's very impressive that you, you were allowed to do that. I, I was too. I was almost to a point that I was like, OK, Blizzard, you might want to look into this because this is not good. Uh, apparently the fans rallied around it and made it better than what I was uh, expecting. Um, and that's a whole nother discussion for another day, but thank God for those fans, because I think if, um, things like were a little bit worse, 
that's that's almost that's too not much an underdog, underdog though that's like an under that's like something's wrong here like there's something yeah. going on that's not right and maybe there's some foul play afoot again speculation on my behalf but i think it's pretty egregious to go zero and 40 like something wrong there <laughs> they, they never had that figured out though all season one i mean from the beginning where they're losing coaches <laughs> to uh, just stupid stuff man we're going to reminisce on that someday. It's going to be a really great flashback. That article. was painful, man. Um, the, the best part of all of this is, like, I thought, okay, how bad could, like, Shanghai probably had a better relative stages. Or, um, like, my idea was that Houston had the worst stage of all time. They actually didn't. Stage 2 Shanghai only won two maps. <laughs> but they had, they played... 40. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's insane. That's a lot. Oh, man. I've, I already bad. forgot how, how absolutely terrible they were. <laughs> that was like, you might as well ignore this because it will not matter. Yeah. yeah. You just get, it's like a little buy and a break for your team. Yeah, you know, it is. Gives you an extra one. To, it gets Literally you. was a free win. Yeah. Uh, so another, another match that was really interesting is Atlanta Rain defeat kind of a struggling NYXL, Joe yeah this is uh very interesting when we go into the playoffs uh seeing how nyxl drew a a fairly strong gladiators um playoff overwatch is very different from regular overwatch when we um this kind of sparks up the old houston playing dps debate you know do you play the team or do you play the league um i think in playoffs it's very different it's very obvious you just play the team in front of you what do I do to beat this team? If it is playing DPS, you play DPS. See, do you not agree? No, what I mean is you don't play the... At least if you're NYXL, it never felt to me like they're playing the team in front of them. They're like, like maybe if we beat Chuck in round two, then we should go all in on them and completely ignore so Foro. <laughs> I think... <sighs> As much as they do seem like they they are very uh, game, th they're applying a lot of game theory to their practice and like what's the most optimal here, there, you know, where can we, you know, cut corners. Um, I, I do think that they're they're struggling. I, I think that they're trying to prepare for as many games as they can because people are taking it to them um, behind the scenes. I think that they're very much this team that looks at an ideal and chases that one particular ideal, that style, and they're not good at adapting. They don't play well outside of their comfort. And you see that. Yes, I agree that Jonak's biggest weakness historically has been his ultimate usage. And that was put on display. Was that a sign of tilt? I I'm willing to say, yeah, probably. Uh, you you don't see a, a a top level Zen make those kinds of mistakes. You know, going you know uh, popping trans when you're down three like that's that's kind of rookie amateur hour stuff. Um, and and seeing that pressure put on NYXL makes me think that they're trying a lot harder than what we assume because it does feel like a, a London kind of soul scenario where it, it just is kind of. Un, it's hard to uh, apply reason to why they just lose 
mm-hmm. but sometimes it is just that they're just not on they're just the stylistically they're not there and mm-hmm. i think nyxl has a very obvious color they want to play that that turtle very slow very methodical clear every single possible you know scenario and and that gets in their way and i think they are getting in their own way um and that style isn't uh working and and there's some uh maybe there's some reasons for that or maybe there's okay. a a patch i don't know let me take a shot so my friends from uh defiant put me on a um on a track there that um so nyxl looked sort of like a very good dominant team and then atl comes in and somehow manages to beat them two in two matches now how is that what defiant said was the defensive play style of goats has Mm. been massively nerfed by the lucio speed boost changes so what it does, okay, in my mind, I was like, okay, wh- how, what's the mechanism behind this? I don't understand, because if someone plays aggressively into you, so they speed boost and you're re- late to react, you would think that by having slower speed boost, they would be, like, Not they would have... Le- less or mo- now mo- now more time to react sure that is not the case though what it actually is happening is very aggressive teams just run on them and because the the way the speed boosts works out on most maps is that you can't out rotate teams anymore and take favorable fights because of the lucio speed boost as a reactive thing and it being very much harder to defensively move than uh, to aggressively move that is in my in my mind, if I go like into my e- esports history bag, if you think about what mastery of metas looks like, most of the time, if a meta has been around for a very long time, the defensive players start getting the Ws and become dominant. Mm. Because once you figured out all the aggression timings and everything like that, you'll know it all. Then you can just judo move them and just win that way. And that's the so that seems to be the ideology once again to play like this eventually perfect style for nyxl when they should be making the aggressive style they should be making that them like uh the aggressive moves that puts honestly not good teams like atlanta on the back foot where they make worse uh, decisions and also to a degree you cannot prepare for baby b the stuff he does is unreal. Like I like, I like that you constantly call him a space cadet. <laughs> it's it's un- dude. You know this <laughs> saying that the the best swordsman doesn't have to fear the second yes, best yes. swordsman in the world. Who like baby the base just never wielded a sword. B- baby base just like the swordsman that goes like I- I'll just throw this sword and then that's his graph by the way. It's just like okay, I just left Hanamura spawn. Let's graph and hope the opponent either can't react. Like, it, the entire time, it's unreal. You can't prep for, for like, that amount of randomness. I, I'm convinced he throws coins to the side when he does it. Like, <laughs> he just constantly has a pair of dice that he rolls on stage. Like, oh, six means I, I bubble my Lucio. Like, how do you... Yes. Yeah, in, in a way that it's very difficult to prepare for that. But there, that is a, a weakness, I think, in 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 a style like if you can't i I read an article um penned for the fgc so the fighting game community talking about how it's almost there shouldn't be a stigma around practicing against players that are very much below your skill level because it it hones and it practice you can practice very strict fundamentals on how to just beat someone how do i just beat somebody 
Mm. How do I just impose my will? How do, it's very uh, easy to then train um, different styles against that person because you still probably will beat them, but you're bringing yourself down to that kind of uh, echelon, that level, and you can give them a good game as much as they're giving you a good game. But there, there is an art to just beating somebody that's below you. And if you can't do that, well, okay, then we have a problem here. Why can't we? Like th- that is a weakness. So I, is NYXL within the top three right now? I'd say no. That was, so that was actually going to be my question is like, do you feel, you know, in stage Brainwaves. one, you could definitely like still be like, you know yes, what? Like yes. NYXL feels kind of like weak and teetery. Like, I don't know if I would put them as certain, certainly not the best, but you know, second still, is it still put them in second is shock, you know, actually yeah. going to be it's shock the real deal. Like, I don't yeah. know, you know, but right now it very much looks like, you know, NYXL, like, do I, I, I put third. them, I put them down, you know, by at least for this stage with LA and London. Um, I, I like, yeah. Like I do think that there's a world if if they can lose to Atlanta, I don't see why LA or London couldn't also be NYXL outside of the. I, I think it's one of those like perennial like boxing things where it's a it, the styles make the fight, and now we're getting to that level of Overwatch where just because Atlanta plays this super aggressive style doesn't mean that Gladiators play that style. Gladiators might play a different style and that matches up poorly, a, a little bit more poorly, I would say. Um, so. I, I definitely know where you're going, and I, I I'm generally agree, but I don't know if I'm willing to go transitive mode here. Okay. Of course not, Joe. Why would you, right? <laughs> why Why would you pick a side when you can just, you know? I, I'm picking a side. I'm not. I'm saying NYXL is the gatekeeper. I'm saying you know, Shock and Titans are fighting in the the gladiatorial arena for who's the best, and NYXL are sat outside collecting ticket books. So you put shock and um, oh my god, uh, titans. titans. Yes, clear one S-tier. and two, one A, one B. NYXL A, A tier, and then everybody else B. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think, Yiska? Do you put do you put NYXL in a tier of their own, or do you put them up or down? No, they're not in a tier of their own. I no? think they are. Who's with no. them? Gladiators. I would I would have loved to say Seoul, but they're just uh, they London Seoul should throw. be. <laughs> it's just they can't yeah. they can't do it. They can't yeah, live up to expectations. They're now there with London, un- unless they can reinvent their style. And because what also like their stage doesn't look that dire, but as soon as they keep like Atlanta is not the best aggressive goats team. This stuff will be yeah. way worse if they meet the guys that actually know how to play uh, offensive goals more effectively, right? But that's that's where I'm. I, I struggle to create that fluid kind of stage there, and and like uh, you know the A bracket, where I look at NYXL and I'm like, okay, for the most part you're going to give me this much value. Everybody else, it, it there's waves, there's peaks and these valleys that you, you almost can't account for. Like, should should London be losing to Chengdu? Not really. Should Seoul be losing a Spark? No. Should I be putting Spark in that same tier? I don't know. I, no. I, it's hard for me to figure out that team because we still have people, you know, comment, not commandeering, but, but commenting on how good they are behind the scenes and how terrible they are on stage. And I'm just like, what are you seeing that I'm not? Because 
to tell me that they play them like some of the most clean goats as as baby did uh on oversight last night it's kind of surprising because they play the almost the, the sloppiest they get by but it's almost on hero plays and these these mechanical powerhouses they have on their team and it's surprising to hear that they're doing as good as they are behind the scenes because we haven't seen even a a glimpse of it yet we've seen some hero plays yes 100 percent. but where's the where's where's the defined clear like macro style that that shock provides that they're just clean i'm gonna 4-0 you no problems asked is it a stage thing it could be but man sparks weird spark is weird if you watched last week if you remember i had spark beaten dynasty you did I you did. did called it one things did not go as we expected <laughs> one for i think four the, on the only show. thing we all got right was dallas I, you got spark right as well Yep, I got Spark right, and then um, Yiska I said got Shanghai. I said Chengdu as well. Yeah, Yiska said Shanghai. I think I got one. So, yeah, it's all right. You uh, you still do pretty pretty all right for yourself. Um, any any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> any any? Let's find something redeeming about Jokestick. Mm. You do that you ver do, very you, well you, for you yourself. You do good yeah. stuff sometimes, in, maybe. In breathing air and like... I am an expert existing. at breathing air, man. <laughs> Woo, you like, asked me to compete in some air breathing? Woo, let me tell you. I like your hat. I <laughs> am an expert in wearing hats as well. Plaid, also a connoisseur. Well. I'm, I'm actually upset that we've... <laughs> Like we've how many episodes have we done so far? This is thirty-one. Oh, I think we've never seen in all thirty-one episodes we've never seen a cat shirt, and ups, and uh, upset by it. We're all faded. I I actually need to like buy new clothes. I haven't bought new clothes in years, so like half the shit like doesn't fit or it's faded and it just looks bad. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to buy a new one. This intermission brought to you by cat shirts. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> um, let's let's not let anything you guys want to talk we about next? for Spark Dynasty. I didn't catch the game. Um, pretty surprised by the result. I'll, I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Um, to get kind of caught up. I've cool. been kind of head in the sand. So, um, yeah, surprising, but yeah, not sure. Let's talk. Well, let's talk about the playoff schedule then. So, playoff schedule for Overwatch League has been announced uh, for stage two. What time are we? It at? is a doozy. And yeah, it's it's a good one, man. I uh, I like it. I like this. My my question. I have one question on the sheet, and it says, "Is this the best playoff bracket that we've seen in Overwatch League?" And I don't know how I could say no. Like all all the teams that I think I would want on there are on there. I kind of would have liked to see Chengdu a little bit, but I would have liked to see Seoul instead of Spark. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. But you know, you've got really good teams there. They're not <laughs> they're not likely to end up well. So here's here's the weird thing, right? So how does this work? So we've got San Francisco Shock versus Shanghai, which is going to be shock we would have to assume right mm -hmm. yeah um 
You'd have to assume Titans over fuel. Yeah. Ooh, hot take. Just kidding. <laughs> That's obvious. F*** you, all right? <laughs> and then uh, Gladiators NYXL. That, this one's interesting. That's uh, that is a toss up. That does not feel. I don't feel any particular way. You have to pick a team. I'm making you pick a team, and you wait, can't wait. even justify. I mean, we're it. doing this later, so. Oh yeah, that's right. We're doing this. Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, we can't do this. So never mind. <laughs> Thank you. Totally forgot. So, all right. Sparks London, same same way. Like that's still like London should win though, right? easily the favorites but i'm not i've still got i have reservations so it, it, it would did hurt my soul to realize that this is the first stage playoffs for london since stage two yeah <laughs> that's dude that doesn't compute it's yeah that's not weird, at huh? all yeah so do you go london here I believe in London. Yeah, I, I can't believe in London. Um, I can't really believe in Spark either. It's it's literally a lesser of two evils. Um, maybe Spark can do it. I, I'm I'm willing to give Spark the benefit of the doubt. I I think they could pull off something something. They're crazy not here. playing Soul here. They're playing London. Yeah, London throws though. Do they in playoffs? <laughs> yeah. They do. See, I don't I'm think getting I'm getting mad at myself that I consider this a terrible take by Joe, and then in the end, I'm just like disappointed again because I completely overvalued London once again. Like it's, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, it really shouldn't be in my mind, but it's, I'm just like, dude, come on, it's London, man. Of course they're going to take it, but no, of course it's London, and it isn't. It's, yeah, it's not a clear choice. Um, I, I think there is room to say that like Spark hasn't been on stage. If they have nerve issues, putting them on a stage that means a little bit more. Does that affect them negatively? Have they overcome that overall? Have they been improving behind the scenes? It sounds like they've just been completely maintaining that like impressive skill level, but just hasn't translated over. Are we seeing them finally translate some of that over? Possibly. Um, but there's just something about London that every time I think they're going to win, they just lose. <laughs> and it's yeah. it's not explainable. Yeah. Sometimes they just go, hey, Chengdu. And I said that they would do this. I'm like, they should be able to beat them head to head. Whatever style you want to put at them, London should beat. Sure as sure as the sky is blue, London go, hey. The sky is blue. Sorry. We we see you. We see you running Orisa Hog. We're gonna run Orisa Hog too. And then they suck. Oof. And it I'm just like, all right, London. Back down you go. So just a reminder, semifinals do get reseeded again. So yes. Uh, yes. highest remaining mm -hmm. seed plays lowest remaining seed and second highest plays. So here's lowest. a question. And I don't know that, that any of us are going to have the answer. Oh, wait, no. Okay. So Atl Atlantic and Pacific are the one and two seeds, correct? Yes. So Titans, third, I believe. Yeah. So Titans even have an, uh, third seed. They would have a harder. Yeah, so that's yeah, so third Titans, seed, they'll play yeah. the highest. Titans were third seed despite going 7-0. and 
because yeah. London had the yeah. higher or they were first in their they had the map uh, differential. No, yeah. they were first in their division. They didn't have map differential. They were first in their yeah. division, so they get It's about divisions, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? That's that's also my face when I found this out. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, um yep, 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 yep. Okay. Yeah. Vancouver Titans we're, we're, beat we're, we're here now. London across the board. Yes. On the standings, but they don't get the second seed because they're in the same yes. division as the Shock, who did better. Always going to be confusing to me. So, Which, by the maybe, way... Maybe it's a sports thing that I'm just, like, not used to, you know, like, divisional play. I don't know. Especially because divisional play be... is so arbitrary right now. <laughs> like, it's just... Yeah. I, mean, I hope I hope that changes. No, it, it does have ramifications on how often you play certain teams. It right? does. Well, of course. Yeah, but, yeah. like, it's... The, there, there could be more to that, and I think but, there will be more. Like to it that. doesn't make it more competitive. No, the the problem is that Atlantic is legitimately, unbelievably more terrible, as we already assumed it would be, than uh, than Pacific, and yeah, six I, like, of the top eight teams this stage are all yeah. Atlantic's Pacific. rough, especially if New York's slumping. Like that was the. That was the obvious, like, okay, they're going to just be the best. That's not true anymore. I want to go, I'm going to go find some YouTube comments of people absolutely shitting all over our takes when we're just like, yeah, the, you know, and the, the division with NYXL and London Spitfire is going to be infinitely worse yeah. than, than the ones with Shock, the Titans, Gladiators. Well, this is also the people that thought the Titans weren't all caliber and thought they were going to be bottom 10. Also the team or also the people who thought that Houston plugged all their holes by signing Dante. And uh, yeah, imagine you know, thinking that, come on, get out of here. I think remember maybe, that maybe if you just listen a little bit more, maybe if you, you can have those opinions, but if you listen and then look at, wow, these are completely different than what I think. Maybe I should change them. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Just gonna make fun of you a little bit, cause we can, cause we have microphones. You actually deserve a lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think oh, uh, I think Joe's wor worked up and ready to go for uh, where we're heading next, which is going to be a new segment we're calling "Player versus Player." So, "Player versus Player" is something that I actually did on a previous show of mine that was on Hearthstone where Joe and Yiska are going to go head to head in three rounds of topics where they're each going to take a side and they're going to argue their side for 60 seconds. And then at the end of it all, I'm going to post a, I'm going to post a straw poll in the chat. So chat, you guys can all vote on who you think wins. I ultimately decide the winner of the round and the, I don't know we should have made like a Lord bet or something like that. Something. Oh God. Something. That I would lose that 100. <laughs> percent Something to put something on the line, but you know what? It's just for fun this time. It's just for fun. So it is. That's what we're gonna do. Let's switch over to the topic thing. Boom! Look at that. You guys are looking good, ready to go. So, Joe, I'm gonna have you go first here. You're muted on the worst topic. On the um, worst topic. You're the one who picked them. Man. I know. I picked the topics too. I'm like, hmm, maybe if I just don't go first. So 
We're gonna go. You're gonna go first. The See, topic. I can totally just botch this too. I can. I can just. I because we. Look again, at Joe already peeking, hedging himself behind the curtain. Already hedging himself. I could just win this. Jeez, brains. Brains actual size. You know what? F- you. You're banned. Ten minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes. Hold on. I'm banning you. Ten minute timeout. Gone. Get out of here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Actually, was that a gun or a whip, or was that like some sort of a whip gun? Whip gun, you whip ah, beautiful. and shoot. Ah, so <laughs> Smith and Wesson, yeah, possible right. sponsor. Joe, you ready? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ring the bell when you can start. I'm gonna ring the bell when you're done. Do we get the topic? The topic number one is: Are the and I have to post this uh, straw poll really quick so that people can decide. Are the Vancouver the Titans, vote. the best team in the world. Go ahead, start. The Vancouver Titans are not the best team in the world. I think this will be proven this stage. I think the shock have shown that they can be the golden boys of the Overwatch. They've come out. They have the deepest bench. Uh, compare the benches between them and the Titans. You have rascal you have violet you've got super coming into his own i think this team's absolutely ridiculous you put them in a different meta they feel like they can adapt their meta agnostic um again there is a caveat to be made it was this the hardest schedule no i don't think titans have the discipline that the shock have shown this stage they're they're dominant I, I think they're going to go in and, and i said this before they're going to beat shock in the final or, or shock is going to beat the titans in the final um this isn't going i, I think it'll you're be done. close but yeah you're done all right uh you shouldn't post the poll before that however you shouldn't vote before you heard the argument <laughs> volume already has four votes dude there's like 80 people in here right yes. now settle down it's okay four all right yiska joe says the vancouver titans are that not the best team dang in the world your chance to rebut go i've even less confidence in joe's opinion than he does himself uh so Honestly, like, there's only one team that hasn't lost in the Overwatch League yet. There's also the argument of benches. What, why do benches matter currently in a GOATS meta? What, what kind of bench do you want? How often do we see Striker? How often do we see, like, these other players playing? It's the first six, and that's what matters, and that's what defines the best team in the Overwatch League. Unless you also want to mess with my boy Hurek. Oh no, now I'm arguing against myself. But <laughs> no, that... <laughs> you also haven't even stated your, your, your position. So Vancouver is most definitely the best team in the amateur uh, hour man. in the world, simply because they have the experience what it takes to unlock that sixth gear, which we still haven't seen from Shock in playoff situations, where they get world record rolled, and we. There has been no precedent that they can unlock that in high-pressure situations, especially against top-tier teams. While Vancouver, wait, let me think, is unbeaten pretty much for a year now. All right, he's done, I guess. <laughs> he's done. They even use his time. Yeah. What an amateur, man. He was this close, guy. man. He was close. He was at like 50, 56 seconds. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I don't need the time. Cool. I don't even need to argue this point. It argues itself. <laughs> It does. 
So, See, chat, he's so predictable. Chat, go ahead. He's the most predictable person. He's like, I hate movies. Movies are bad. <laughs> we were in Discord today, and he goes, I, I can't, I can't, I can't watch fighting scenes in movies. There's just no point to that. There's just no point to that. I academic journals. <laughs> Oh man, let's yeah. see what Chad is saying right now. Right now, Yiska's ahead nine to seven, and I hate closer than I expected. I hate to say it because I want to say the shock just had a perfect stage. If they can't be the best in the world after a perfect stage, what does it take for the Here shock? Here we go. Here we go. This is why we had the argument earlier about stage <laughs> strength of schedule. I'm already having fucking flat. Now flash is here. Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening. <laughs> Just all I'm saying is oh, until the Titans have a perfect stage. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually, I do have to go with Yiska um, on this one. As much as oh, I dang. want, I thought I was going to much get the as I want the shock to be the best team in the world. And I do think that there is a world that we find out after these playoffs. Yeah. If, right? if, like, if shock do beat the Titans, fair? So if, if do shock, we have to revisit this? If shock beat the Titans, Yiska, do they become the best team in the world? Yes, because I think the margins are close enough for that to be true. Yeah. So strength of schedule aside. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, it'll, it, it'll be definitely proven in playoffs. Like, was this just a fluke or are you that good? Yeah. All right. So let's go on to round two. That was fun. So Yiska is up 1-0. Sorry, Joe. Should put a little score, okay. scoreboard okay. on you there. Know. So You're yes. very good at breathing, by the way, though. Yes, wearing hats and plaid. <laughs> Yiska, Today you're going to be going first on this one. Who wins between the New York Excelsior and LA Gladiators in the playoffs for Stage 2 coming up this weekend? So I think the Gladiators will honestly uh, be able to win. The, the aforementioned strategy issues or stylistic issues that they're playing very defensive that has been true for a while, and NYXL has been unable to resolve those issues. It's apparently not as easy as just saying press W instead of pressing S. Apparently, it requires a lot of different aspects, and revamping themselves might A, not be attractive at this point, and also not feasible enough. So I think also, especially seeing how, yes, Gladiators had a little bit of a weak point here and there, but they certainly play a style of goods that can exploit these issues and will also not see um, the, the problems that they might have had against Boston. I think Gladiators themselves are a very good prep team, possibly better than NYXL. Also keep in mind, NYXL notoriously bad in playoffs. You can have these five seconds every time, my dude. I'm just like add him to Joe. Add, add no, those no, five you get you're you're now you're done. That was a good ten seconds short okay, on that one. Job. Jeez. Give so, so gladiator. I don't watch your pity. Ten seconds. All right, Joe, go ahead, man. All right, chat. Now I saw your votes in the All Star game. NYXL is the easy favorites here. Am I right, guys? We've got Pine. We've got Sabiolbi, the married man meta, guys. Am I right? Woohoo! This guy's married, for God's sakes. He can win. Am I right, guys? <laughs> That's easily enough oh. to beat the Gladiators. The Gladiators play Reaper. Come on. The Gladiators play a similar style. NYXL. 
They're they're the best team in the world, guys. Come on. They had Ark. Ark's on Washington. He's cool, right? Like, they've got the scouting. They've got the preparation. Like, this should be an easy win. This is – the Gladiators are light work. The pay I saw you in the chat, just plug yours, homie. Like, you're – your team's just not cutting it. Void can't even stay in Mac. What's up with this? Your contender team can't even make awesome, whatever. What is it? Showdown? What do they call it these days? What's up with that? Your franchise is a mess. I, I can't. Like, you like that? So, <laughs> point for Yiska. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, was if a... I've if I've ever had to slash s harder, you just don't know me. Oh my god! That you was, like that? That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right chat. Where are those votes? Come on, people. Yeah, champ. So well, you know, what are the kids calling it? So fourteen to eight in favor of Yisco right now. Dang it, man. I, I'm not hip with the kids. I don't know. I don't 11 know to the, 12, the though. Wants. So 11 to 12 on the Titans. Still really? behind. Wow. Still behind, but team is That's pretty close. That's, that is oddly closer than I expected. Well, wow. pretty close. All right. Here we go. One last round. Yiska, you got to go first again. Give Joe the advantage here <laughs> to be able to rebut. I don't think there's any advantages in that. Who are the worst team in the Overwatch League right now? Go ahead. The Florida Mayhem. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how we can even argue this at this point. Not only have they the worst uh, match score, they don't seem competitive at all. That team is going to be ejected wholesale into outer space and uh, just go to fly like like a Tesla, basically, the, through outer space. That team is not going to be in that uh, way much longer. I honestly think just like if we're saying team, I also consider organization staff as part of it. Do they even have a head coach at this point? Nobody knows. Maybe he's also in outer space. Like th that team is honestly, I once again, I have to say it's it's possible that they are like if that team was to continue playing the entire uh, entire season it is very possible to me that even though they already have a win that they wouldn't get another one i also think they would uh you're done win. yeah you're done <laughs> like, trying to cash in that extra time now huh yeah yeah oh all right so uh florida mayhem fair enough we're worthy opponent worthy opponent i i i i, I too think that the florida mayhem are not very good <laughs> whoa <laughs> shocker hold right? on joe joe Hot made a take. statement joe joe made a statement all right joe who's your pick for worst team in the overwatch league right now well there's a team out there that has their gm going on hour-long rants about how the casters are mean people and somehow influencing league decisions which, if it's true, then everybody should just be fired and we just, just nuke this whole project. But the Houston Outlaws can't even make changes if they wanted to. They have a carousel, like Monty mentioned, of Brig and Tracer players. Their coaching staff makes these very, very odd and strange decisions. Their, their leader constantly feeds on Brigitte. Um, they, they have a Zarya player 
that is probably the most underwhelming Zarya specialist in the league at this current time. I, I mean, Soon's doing a better job than than this team. It's 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 a, an absolute travesty. They can't even again. I can't stress this enough. They can't make changes even if they wanted to. They are the worst team. They're only going to continue being worse. Like Florida Mayhem. Per you know, they're they're brass. Apparently, they're talking to Runaway, and maybe they're making some some aggressive moves in the coming future. Cool. At least they can make changes. Houston's gonna just continue to stagnate and be poor. Simple as that. They're the worst. Yeah, but they don't have this guy making like statements on Twitter. Like, oh, I at least I read the rules, and Hugo yeah, but... is actually very good. And. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and, 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 and machinery is still here, dude. And, and they got their their scouting done first, by the way. Just to, so you know, they they made they they had they signed their team first. They got their scouting done out of the way first, and that's important. Oh, Joel, I'm giving you this one, man. It's uh, Houston Outlaws are in trouble. It's pretty easy to see. You know, the Florida Mayhem show that they're capable of making changes. Yeah, the they're not always least. good changes. No, but... no. Am I going to agree with those changes? No. No. <laughs> I think but it's... there's an attempt. Okay. Uh, but it, instead it... of instead of filming Omen by HP commercials, maybe we should just be focusing on getting better at the game, huh? Maybe we should play a little bit more DPS. Am I right, chat? Huh? Give me some votes. Pine, married, mad, meta. Come on, I'm trying to pander here. Come on, bring dude, him in. Bring it in, dude. Folks. You're ahead by six votes, man. Like you, oh, you've, it's, you've, a, it's a steal, you've boys. You've won the. You've won it. Uh, but Yiska does win two to one, so that's uh, okay. I'll take my win. I'm not you know. goose egging. That's fine. Congrats, Yiska! But on, on your first player versus player win, by the way, big deal. Let's not forget on the last question, we all lose. That's Collectively, true. we all lose. as a community, we lose. We all just uh, poop it back and forth forever. It's yeah. It's uh neither neither of those orgs. Seem to be doing too high. Another one of those, you know, Shanghai level orgs, and I'm just like, man, maybe Blizzard needs to step in here. Maybe they shouldn't be dictating things behind the scenes. Maybe they just need to go to the franchise and go, "What's up? What, what's going on here?" Because this ain't good. Having this many poor teams again, Washington, you're not too far above them. You're getting better, just marginally. You're getting better. You're not. You're not Waterloo mm. level yet. Or what? Well, what is it? Uh, Carlton these days what's the the marker yeah what's the what's the bench mob line I, I think the thing is what I can also not be mad at is their recent pickups they are clearly mm -hmm. upgrades mm -hmm. yeah so not solving the main problem but making improvements um you can't say the, the same for the other two teams so yeah definitely where I thought Washington would be yeah which is good 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 well there you have it that's our first ever was it a success? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to just kind of switch it up a little bit. It's a little bit slower. You know, we you can't talk too much about, like, the couple of matches that are going to be coming up. We do, it looks like, are going to be having a special uh, bonus episode this week. I think if everything, if everything keeps going to plan, we may have uh, an awesome guest for you. Stay tuned. Uh, before the end of the stage. So definitely stay tuned for that one because that's going to be a good one but other than that fun show just a nice fun chill mm -hmm. show and yeah i don't know i don't really have anything else to say except uh let's get out of here joe before we get out of here though um i don't know plug your stuff where can people find you 
throughout the week and everything else anything else coming um, on this week i'll probably do some sort of like uh playoff preview like stage review once i watch some vods uh so check out the youtube at Fallmel on on twitter youtube uh don't have an instagram don't take that many pictures you see enough of my ugly face here um no, i have a very no, special piece uh, a very special article, very long um, in the works. It's near completion, just uh, getting some artwork done. Um, and, and that should be coming in the next uh, couple weeks or so. So stay nice. tuned. Awesome. Yiska, what about you? Where can people find you? And what do you have coming up this week? So finding, actually, I, I, I was very happy how the viewing parties were received. We got some content yeah. scope contenders coaches in there we even got some overwatch league coaches in there like if people want to hang out uh, during the the matches i won't be able to watch all of them because most of the time especially thursday and friday i have to work in the morning so i unfortunately can't watch the last two or three matches but um yeah there definitely can find me in terms of um content i'm working on a special type of power ranking that has been dear to my heart is sadly Pretty high upkeep, and um, we'll see. Ooh, it's coming. Interesting. What about you, Kicked? What have you gone on? Uh, still playing WoW? Yeah, still playing WoW, having fun, man. <laughs> it's, it's just a good time. It makes it easier to watch Overwatch League games and play a game at the same time. You know, it's it's really tough to like watch 30 hours of Overwatch each week. That it is. And feel like, yeah, but I want to play games too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of get the fix for both there you can find me everywhere at kicked tripod starting to play some more overwatch i'm sorry i think you made that joke last week um it, yeah probably <laughs> it's fun i'm unoriginal it's uh yeah it's been fun though i don't know it was did i tell you somebody recognized my voice and like do you do tactical crash? yeah 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 that was pretty cool it's always a nice it's yeah, always cool. a nice little thing so all right. Well, other than that, let's go ahead and uh, get out of here. Uh, follow Joe at Volamel, Yiska at Yiska out, myself at Kick Tripod, and make sure to find the show everywhere. Tactical underscore Crouch on Twitter, and then just uh, search for Tactical Crouch anywhere else: YouTube, Twitch, VODs, um, any RSS app reader thing, iTunes, Google Podcast. It's all there. Thanks for hanging out, guys, for episode 31. We'll be back right after the music. Do a little post-show, hang out with you guys. And, um, yeah, should be a good one. All right. See you guys uh, hopefully in a couple days. Otherwise, for sure, next week, Tuesday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash kicktripod. Bye-bye. <laughs>